Hi everyone, it's Arlen. It is 8-ish p.m. Saturday night, March 28th. I'm in my um, bedroom at home in Los Angeles. In my bedroom just so that I don't disturb my wife who is in the other room right now. Uh, I would normally go to my podcast room around the corner, but I just decided to record, and so I'm just pressing record on Anchor and going. I think like in the last um, few hours and like the last couple of hours, I think it's felt again like another um, inflection point with coronavirus. I remember feeling this way um, what was it? It was a Wednesday, so I guess it was like a week and a half ago, 10 days ago. Or was it 17 days ago? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Let me think about it. Okay, so this is the 28th. Yeah, I think it was 17 days ago when I got on the, uh, on the podcast and started doing the, the, the COVID-19 episodes. And that was born out of like... Wow, that night that Trump did the uh, European ban, travel ban, and Tom Hanks and and his wife were uh, diagnosed with coronavirus, and the NBA was frozen, and it all happened at once, like within 20 minutes or something, and it felt crazy, and it was surreal, and I just jumped on, and my first instinct was uh, to talk to you all. That's how I feel right now. Um, kind of know a little bit more the lay of the land, so it doesn't feel as scary, but it feels scary in a different way. It feels very, uh, the scale of it has definitely ratcheted up, and, you know, we have so much data now here and abroad, especially abroad, to look at and to think about, and there's projections, and there are anecdotal uh, stories, information. We have so much information in front of us, science, proof, evidence, all of that. And so the scale we know um, is already really bad. There are more than, as of now, there are more than 2,000 deaths that have happened in the U.S., more than 10,000, I believe, in Italy alone. Last Saturday, one week ago, I was uh, uh, giving stats. Feels like a lifetime ago, actually. On the, but on the podcast, I was giving stats, and I remember I said something like two hundred and eighty-five deaths in the U.S. Something like that, or it happened that later that day after I said it. We're, we're more than two thousand now, and that's Saturday night. By the time you listen to this. If you listen to it on Sunday, Monday, two weeks from now, it could be something else, so or will be. So the it's it's moving at about um, thirty to thirty three percent every uh, every day more, uh, and so you can do the math. You can get a calculator, or you can do the math in your head, or you can write it out, or whatever. But that math is scary. Well, no one knows for sure what will happen next, but. 
some people who are experts and some people who have the data and and citizens can kind of figure out that there will be more deaths. We I did say this before in the podcast that there are going to be more and more cases that and it's going to jump the numbers are going to jump really high in the US. And that yes it's you are to be concerned about that for sure, but don't be alarmed in thinking that it has spread overnight um by a hundred percent or three hundred percent whatever that number is gonna be, because those tests that are getting to people finally, that is what is mostly to to blame for the numbers. And it's a good thing. We need the data from those tests. They will help us in the long run. So don't, I just want to just say that to some people, um, if you are really scared because you see one day it's like 100,000, the next day it's 200,000. How did that happen? Is it going crazy? Yes and no. Yes, it is a highly, highly uh, contagious uh, uh, virus and, and disease. But... The numbers of cases are going up as tests are being made available in more places. So it's, I will never say it's a good thing that the numbers are going up. I'll never say that. But I, I will say that it's good that we are getting more and more tests. We need to have m- much more than we have now. We needed that yesterday, uh, but it's happening over time. The number that I pay attention to every day that tells me the most is the number of deaths. And I think right now, for every million people, I think there, well, so I did this yesterday and it could even be different. I'll try to do the math really quickly. Give me a second. Because I think it was like, for every million people, let me do it before I say it. Uh, No, (laughs) I guess I'm not going to be able to get the math right. Um, Yeah, I don't have the math right, but I'll I'll, I'll talk about it another time. But uh, I was noticing that our mortality rate is higher than a lot of a lot of countries. Um, It's higher than Germany, for instance, higher than several companies, much lower than others much lower than Italy, Spain, France. Um so I I don't want anybody on any country to perish. So I don't this is not a contest, but it is something that we can be it's like a little bit of a silver lining that it's not um a, the mortality rate today isn't as bad as it as it could be. We've seen other places that number 2 can change. So I I look at that number every when I get up and throughout the day because that number isn't based on tests necessarily. I mean, obviously it is in some cases because you need to know why someone died. But in a lot of cases, they're they're calling it, I think, um, at the time of death. Anyway, the point is that um, try not to be so alarmed by the number by the percentages of cases day to day because that's based on tests. Okay. Another thing is like New York City and New York State are just getting ravaged. Cuomo talked about this a few days ago. I mean, he's been talking about it for weeks and he's been talking about it consistently and diligently and and really leading leading the the way here. 
Um, but he said, you know, this is you, could, you should treat New York like its own country because it is going to be just uh, just out of this world numbers. And you start to see now that the deaths are coming in faster and faster. They're not able to handle all of the patients. There are not enough ventilators. They think they're going to run out of ventilators and all kinds of things by April 5th. Uh, which is just a few days away. Meanwhile, Trump is Trump. Trump's going to Trump. He's saying some crazy stuff, and then he changes it. And he cha- He's just such a... Have I mentioned I don't like him? He is just such a broken, small, small-minded, small... Um, Everything, small hands, small everything. He's just a small person. He's evil because his insecurities and his just broken sense of self have made him like an evil uh, villain in a cartoon. He's cartoonish. He's a joke. And... It would be funny, and it has been funny uh, over the years. Uh, but then, like, every two days, it's like you, you realize just how m- many people's lives he has in his hands. And now today, with coronavirus, there's nothing funny about it. I I just, I, I don't understand as a citizen, just like as a citizen just living my life, 39 years old, taxpayer I don't understand why he's still allowed to be president I don't get it I don't understand why there hasn't been some intervention because he is um proving day to day especially the last two weeks and the last two months you could argue but the last two weeks he's proving every single day that he is woefully inept excruciatingly dangerous (laughs) like he's there's no there's no gray area right now and I don't understand why there's not a mechanism it seems like there is a mechanism in the constitution that would allow for people who are of sound mind and spirit to take over and not even in a mean spirited way just sort of saying like he's not well or he's incapacitated, or he is uh, a bad person, or whatever it is, he needs to now, he's had his time, and he needs to now step aside, and he can go and go to his golf course, or do whatever he wants, under observation, and we're going to take over now, because this is like tens of million, hundreds of millions of people's lives at stake. I just don't understand, I feel like... um you know, how I feel like I'm being gaslighted. Like, I, I just don't understand why he's still able to, to be president and not only be president, but to have so much airtime and so much. Of, I, I just don't know. It's not political. It's not um, personal. It's just literally I don't understand. I thought there were I thought there were more protections for us and it's uh 
it's scary that there are not. It's scary that he is, he is our president. I keep waiting to like wake up to trending news on Twitter that um, he has been, you know, ousted or put into some sort of a, you know, room or something that you put presidents in who can no longer serve in the capacity that they need to and Pence is now acting president or uh, Nancy Pelosi is because Pence is out too. I, you know, anyway, I'm going to keep going because this has nothing to do with anything, but I just wanted to say that out loud because that he worries me more than coronavirus ever, ever could. Like, truly. Okay, so back to coronavirus. Um, I, I, I can't tell you how to be, how to feel, how to act, what to do, any of that. And I don't dare to or, or, or desire to. But I do want you to know that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's not... It's not going to be perfect, and it's going to be scary at times, and it's going to be dark at times. You know, it's going to be um, over the next few weeks. But we are going to, as a as a group, we're going to get through this. Um, haven't even touched on the financial part of things. I think the $2 trillion stimulus is a great start. It's a wonderful start. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad we're not still talking about how dare they not pass it yet. I'm so glad. Let's not let's not forget those little things because we have a tendency to, once we get our way, to find a way for it not to be our way. So I'm glad it's passed. Yes, there's $500 billion that's a slush fund for, for Tiny, but... I'm glad it's passed. So that part is good. I am glad that uh, they understand that it's just the beginning and that there needs to be more to help. I wish that the money was coming faster. Uh, I wish it was helping people faster. But it, there are a lot of things in there that will help people, and it will, um, and it will be on time at the time. In the meantime, you see all of this beautiful humanity. Um, of people like starting these GoFundMe's and these companies that are coming through and these people that are coming through. I just had someone write to me this week that said, she said that um, something that I helped amplify went on to uh, raise a ton of money for a lot of people in Austin who or people who were going to Austin who lost their income because of this cancellation of South by Southwest. And that's just one event in one city. Um, And I've seen it over and over again. I put out a post earlier in the week that asked about uh, fresh food delivery from farms, from farmers. I was thinking about the farmer's market that happens near my house every Sunday. And I just think about those people's faces, you know, and the work that they do, a lot of them are, that's what they build up for for the week and I just thought where do they go like where do they sell their food now how do they get their food to people and then there are people who need food where do they get their food so I asked on Twitter like does anybody know 
groups or companies that are doing this and like the who are like getting fresh farm food to people who need who are vulnerable and need food is there a way we can gift the food it can be delivered etc and the I mean I got dozens and dozens and dozens of responses from people from all over the country posting um you can still find that if you do a search for Arlen was here farmers on Twitter it'll help you uh find it but it was just like so beautiful to see I started a list a co-op list that I hope was helpful for some and I've just seen so much beautiful humanity and and sacrifice and you know those those things are they get me through the day they get you through the day they have to it's those things that have to like be that next branch and the next branch and the next branch because if we were all to just step back and look at this we would it would just be overwhelming we wouldn't be able to put one foot in front of the other um yeah i mean just um it's it's tough and i i, I just wanted to get on here and just say hi to y'all because um I'm, I think I'm always going to default to trying to help with connection and, and um, making people feel better if I can. I don't know if me just talking makes you feel better, but I know it does for some people, so I'm happy to do it. I'll be doing a lot of things that will be about connection over the next few weeks, so stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter at Arlen was here, A-R-L-A-N was here. And on Instagram at the same, Arlen was here. Um, you can sign up for my mailing list on itsaboutdamntime.com. Itsaboutdamntime.com. Sign up for my mailing list. Um, follow me on social. Uh, I should tell you the text. I'm going to find it. I'm going to do that for the first time. I'll tell you what number to text me. One moment. So if you text me at... Eight three two two one zero one two seven six. Uh I'll keep you updated on things. I won't spam you. Um it's where I have uh I, I it's really me typing back, so I don't respond to everybody because there are a lot of people on there, but I when I when I do either send out a message or respond to your message, it really is me after you sign up. You get like automated thing, but once you sign up it's me. That number again is 832-210-1276. We're having a lot of fun over there. Um, Join me. If you're in the U.S. and Canada, I think it's easy to do. I think if you're outside of that, you can't do it. And you can't call the number. It won't take you anywhere, but you can text it. One more time. 832-210-1276. And let's see. If you are from the podcast... Do uh do text when you text that number text hashtag your first million y o u r f i r s t million two l's do that hashtag just so it help me see that you found it on here I, I, it's my first time saying do that so when you do these hashtags I can um put people in different categories and they become part of different communities um that's the platform i'm using and they and what you can do is like i can only text 
that group. So if I wanted to say, hey, I have a new podcast episode because you listen to this podcast, I have a new one, I could do it to just that group. But I don't know if I'll do that, but I think it'd be fun. And then you'll also be in the whole group. So it won't you won't just only get podcast uh, messages. It's just a fun way to see how many people sign up through there. And if you're already signed up, you can still do a hashtag. Um, you can hashtag your first million send that to me through the text and it'll automatically put you in that community as well. So that's pretty cool. All right. Um, yeah, stay tuned. There's some announcements coming from backstage over the next 48 hours or so. Keep a look out, uh, an eye out on that. We're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. And, um, you are doing a really good job. You're here. You got up this morning, you made stuff work, and uh, you're here. That's the big thing. I appreciate you for being here, for sticking around and hanging out, being here for the people who need you, but mostly being here for yourself. It's really important, really important, and it's really admirable. So thank you for doing that. I know I need you around. That's for sure. All right. I'm actually happier than I sound. Don't worry. Uh, I'm just trying to be quiet so that Anna, my wife, can compose music in the next, in her her lab uh, and a couple doors down. So uh, I will talk to you all soon. And... Uh, and I'll probably record a new episode very soon, too. All right. You have a wonderful, wonderful day or night.